guys, welcome. Oh, the audio peaked. Oh, the be real notification just went off. Not <laughs> the be real notification. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Here's My Heart. I'm sure this is episode number three. Um, today I'm actually joined with a very, very special guest who flew in. Not flew. He took a train. He took a train to come see me for my birthday. And this has been someone I've been able to talk about anything and everything with for my past many years of my life actually so i'm not i'm not i'm just i'm just gonna stop talking and this is jordan jordan want to introduce yourself give a little backstory yeah hi guys i'm jordan um i'm sure you've seen me in some of vanessa's videos <laughs> we've known each other since we were in what kindergarten yeah we've known yeah, each other since we were in kindergarten much. and we played toontown together yeah i remember and i used to text vanessa off of her mom's phone yeah. and facetime her off of her mom's it's phone okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i think we reconnected because like we we went to middle school but yeah. we weren't really friends no we weren't and then we went to high school and then we reconnected and then like we reconnect- sophomore so- yeah i want to say sophomore year mm-hmm through, like mutual friends. Yes. Yeah. Like, How did that even yeah. happen? <laughs> and oh now we he's entering his third year at yeah. Brown. Yeah. University. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. you want to give more backstory oh, about yeah. your life? <laughs> I, I I did not do that well. <laughs> not the best at intros, but yeah, I'm gonna be a junior at Brown. Um uh, what else do you enjoy doing? Oh yeah. Love to Love to go thrift shopping, love skateboarding <laughs> with Vanessa, love when she drags me out on adventures, even if they scare me. <laughs> Yesterday we went city biking, it was terrifying. Uh, but yeah, Vanessa and I have a lot of deep talks, so we figured... No, I'm not even kidding. Like, you're genuinely the one person, I think, now, because I opened up recently to someone else I thought I could open up to and it ended up really hurting me so I feel like (laughs) I don't know I've never told you anything and you have not given me the perfect response or been the perfect person there for me you know yeah I think part of that is because we have like the same the same mind a little bit you know I think we are so similar yet so different yeah but I don't know where like you know in a Venn diagram where things like overlap Mm -hmm. I don't know where our overlap is and I don't know where our differences are me either but it's like but it works it does work and it works (laughs) at like the deepest like core level right yeah so i thought it'd be fun to have jordan on here today and to talk about some topics i feel like where it's like a conversation because that is also one of the things i want to do with this podcast is i want to bring a lot of guests in and i want to have like just a conversation with people because as interesting as i might be i know guys Mm -hmm. i think i can be one perspective at the end of the day and it's always fun to bring in another perspective yeah. so and i'm honored to be a guest today <laughs> on the podcast very very honored okay so how are you doing in life how am i doing in life yeah tough question <laughs> i would say actually loaded question that's what i meant mm. i think that right now honestly i think i'm in a good place in a good yeah, place in general um i think that there's a lot of uncertain things there's things that i'm working on things mm. i just got a cat i think that's been a lot of stability for me yeah, <laughs> um, yeah therapy cat yeah named i think mochi yeah named mochi i love mochi he's my little feline boy little <laughs> son um and i think that's been really nice just to like i don't know have someone else in the house because i moved into a new apartment recently so i feel like i was like experiencing like a little bit of loneliness at first 
um, and then recently got into like a relationship and it's been getting more serious and there's obviously been some like ups and downs with like things changing and like parts of the future being uncertain because we'll be long distance in a little bit but at the same time I think yeah I think that I've been surrounded by good people I think there's always things that when I reflect on it might feel like I'm not doing well enough or like life isn't good enough but honestly when I think about it and really compare how I'm doing now to how I was before Mm -hmm. I think life is good yeah I also think that it's another thing that we talk about you'll never ever have everything figured out in your life yeah no matter how much you do think you do and so everything's kind of just a growing process like once you get over one challenge a new one's gonna come Mm -hmm. that's just the way life is but you did mention that you are in a new relationship how long has it been it's been i want to say two months of us being like more like serious serious Mm -hmm. but i mean we've been talking for i want to say like five and a half to six months yeah so we've been like hanging out going on dates for a bit but i think it got a lot more serious recently like serious as in like i think we talk about like long term long term Mm -hmm. like in a couple years and a couple years after that like I've, like, met his whole family, so, yeah, I think that that's a really, that's been a really nice piece, but also something that's really new to me, because I don't think I've ever had anything that's that serious in my life, honestly, relationship-wise, and sometimes it can be scary, and sometimes we get into fights, we always have our, like, ups and downs, I mean, I think everything always gets resolved, and we always, like, I don't know. I think we have our like really high highs and then also our like bad fights, but we get over them quickly. And I think we move on and like figure out how to talk through things well. So, yeah, I think it's been good. So, since we're on the topic of relationships, I feel like we should really yeah, just dive deep into this because yeah. we talk like You've been here through my stages of so much heartbreak and so much just, like, infatuation and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Like, I feel like I tell you everything when it comes to a man. Yeah. And I feel like I... My opinions and everything has changed so much, like, in the past Mm -hmm. few years. And obviously, like, the more experience with men and, like, dating and just, like, things like that have changed my experience a lot. So I want to know for you... Mm Mm-hmm. Getting into a relationship, has it changed your perception of what it means to be in a relationship? Because this is your first Mm -hmm. official relationship, right? It is. Like, my first, like, real, real one. The first one that isn't, like, a Like, a thing, a situationship, hookup, whatever. Yeah, exactly. No, like, because I don't know for you, but I know for me, before I ever got into my first relationship, like, I had this set idea of what it was supposed Mm -hmm. to be like and Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be like romance movies and shit like that but it's not and i want to know like what is it like what what movie has it been for you girl i completely agree with you (laughs) i know everything i understand everything you're saying honestly i think i like glamorized the idea and like romanticized Mm -hmm. the idea of a relationship for so long and i think what i didn't realize is like the parts of it that i appreciate the most and that mean the most to me are the things that i would have least expected beforehand Like, literally, it's just, like, the little things, like, just, like, making food and sitting on the couch and, like, watching Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And, like, cuddling, like, I think that's just, like, the nicest thing to have, like, just, like, 
a night in, like someone to talk to, like someone to like FaceTime while I do my laundry. Like, it's just like that, like support and also like the little things that we do for each other. Like a and, genuine connection almost. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, your body looks so good today or like your exactly. ass looks fat. Like, no, no. Exactly. it's like, how was your day? Like, tell me about this. How's yeah. this going for you? It's like the way that like we can like cry to each other or like talk to each other about like everything that we're going through. And I think just like having like your Yeah, like you know, I feel like they they call it like your partner. Yeah. And I feel like it feels like we're actually like partners going mm-hmm. through life. Like equals. Yeah. And like we're kind of like each other's like go-to person like going through life, you know? Like we're in it together. We're partners. So I do want to ask you, do you believe in right person wrong time? Yes. You do? 100%. Explain. 100, 100%. I think that... Like, you are in a great relationship right now. Yes. What would be the reason why you wouldn't have been able to enter this relationship? Oh, honestly, there were so many. Because, like, <laughs> like no, girl, like, at first, like, it was only supposed to be, like, uh, first it was just, like, oh, like, we're, like, just, like, hanging out, going on dates weekly. Yeah. And it was just going to be, like, a fling up until summer, and then I was yeah. going to have to go back to California. Mm-hmm. He's from Massachusetts, so he's on the East Coast. Yeah. And then, like, it was just going to end there. Like, no more contact. We just end it. And it was yeah. going to be a fling. But... I, like, had this whole, like, epiphany, and I was like, I don't want this to end like this, and I wanted to stay on the East Coast over the summer, and I ended up, my lease for my apartment for living off campus next year started early, I got an internship for the summer, and now I'm, like, 20 minutes away from him, but, like, I feel like both of us had to work to make changes and also take little leaps of faith, like, me staying on the east coast and also like not going home but sacrifices sacrifices exactly but it's worth it to you it is 100 percent worth it because i also beautiful. don't think we would have even had the possibility of thinking about long long term like we were on a we were on an expiration date mm. of like been there three four months <laughs> been there done that but it was two weeks <laughs> oh it's you remember that one mm. you showed up to my house with the three rolls of toilet paper. Oh. It was yeah. that one. Oh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Guys, when I tell you that Jordan has been here for, like, my lowest of lows, I genuinely was sobbing my eyes out in my bed for three days. And he just shows up at my house yeah. with cheesecake, right? Didn't you bring cheesecake? Yeah, I did. Because I remember I still, I still have your bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the bowl that you brought me the cheesecake in. That's so funny. No, my mom uses it all the time. Really? Yeah. It's literally in Orange County right now. Oh my god. (laughs) And I will never forget that because you literally dragged me out of my own house. I made you. I made you get out of bed. And yeah. It was good. Yeah, we got Boba. Yeah. It was a good little cry sash. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember us singing in the car. Oh yeah. (laughs) We made up that game where we'd sing a song and then we'd we'd change the lyrics. lyrics. Yeah. (laughs) That was so fun. But okay, back to back to what I was talking about. Mm. Why do you think there's such thing as right person, wrong time? Mm. I just think that honestly, in this like world and society that we live in, there's like so many like barriers and things that complicate things. Like there's always like going to be like school, work, like relationships with other people, like your mm-hmm. families. Like there's going to be distance. Like so many things that make it so hard for something to happen. Mm-hmm. And. I just think that you can meet the perfect person, have, like, the time of your life with them, have the best connection ever, but if your life trajectories aren't aligning, then you have to put in so much more work to make it happen. So, 
But they're like, <laughs> as in like, look, but like sometimes like, so I'm like, but sometimes those light trajectories just can't align. They like, can't. Not that it's hard to. Yeah. Like even if you try so, oh, so hard, okay. it's like, it just might not work out at that moment. You do know? you think it's always better to give it a try than to not? Or do you think it's better to not? I think it depends, honestly. You really? know, Marcus and I, we realized like... Hey, shout out Marcus. Oh uh, yeah. Hi, Marcus. <laughs> we literally added each other on Snapchat off of like Tinder, I want to say, like mm-hmm. a year before we actually met up and hung out. Oh, wow. But we were just like talking. The conversation was dry. I never went anywhere. <laughs> and like nothing ever happened. And then a year later, we like went on a date and then yeah. like everything just like went perfect from there pretty much well not perfect but like you know what i mean yeah like it was like the connection was there in the moment Mm -hmm. but like i think if we met the first time when we like first added each other on stuff you wouldn't have yeah because honestly when we met each other it was at a time where we both were in a place where we needed someone else there Mm. you know it was kind of like we were like two sort of hurt people who like didn't really trust other people but wanted someone to still fix them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or wanted to have faith that there that that person would come along, mm. you know. And then we were like each other's person that came along. Like a year ago? Or like Mm-mm. recent like when we ago. first met. Like actually oh, first met. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of pretty, right? Aww. Yeah, kind of cute. No, but, I'm happy for you. I really am. But honestly, like, when I when we first added each other on Snapchat, I was, like, I had this whole thing that I was, like, with, with this, like, other guy and stuff. Like, it just wouldn't have worked. Mm. Like, it would have just been, like, the wrong It's just, been, yeah. But, like, now, wouldn't like... Wouldn't have given it a fair shot. Exactly. But now, with Marcus, I feel like he's, like, the love of my life. Mm. But, like, if we met at a different time, I don't know if everything would have fallen into place So, like how do you know... Well... I hope this is not too personal of a question. Have you said, like, do you love him? Yes. Have you said I love you to him? Yeah. Oh, okay, so we're good. How did you know exactly when you were in love? Mm. Because, you know, I've said I love you to two different people. Mm -hmm. Again, I've never loved either of them. Totally At the end of the day, I I was infatuated in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I've only ever loved really one person. But, like, how do you know when you're Because I've also said it to two people. (laughs) <laughs> and only ever actually loved one of them. <laughs> it's okay. We can be mistaken. Yeah. Sometimes you just... Sometimes you, you're just unsure. <laughs> and I think falling in love with the idea of someone mm. versus falling in love with them is the easiest thing to do by accident. That's something I did with the first person. You know, sure. I, I actually think... <laughs> oh, this is so bad to say maybe, but... I don't think I fell in love with them. I think I fell in love with myself. <laughs> Girl, what? No, hear me out. Hear me out. I think whenever I've entered relationships, it's mm. because I've needed some sort of validation that felt good. Oh, totally. Like, I didn't love myself, so I needed somebody to love me. You know, yeah. I need somebody to show me how great I really am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, this sounds so conceited. I don't mean it like that. But like... But it's an affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why I might... I've done a lot of soul searching. And I yeah. think that's why I might break up with people really quickly is because I think they give that to me. And I'm like, okay, well, that's all I needed from you. Right. Like, I enjoy my alone time. Mm-hmm. I enjoy doing things without worrying if it's going to upset you. Right. Like, me going out with my friends would upset you. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to be responsible for your like for your feelings based off of my actions that I think are harmless but hurt you. Right. Right. And so I think 
especially to the two ones I said I love you to. Mm-hmm. I think at that time they were exactly what I needed that I should have been giving myself. Like they gave me what I should have gave myself from the beginning. Right. And so I think in those two times I fell back in love with myself. Mm-hmm. But I don't mm-hmm. think I... But they do also say you have to love yourself before you love anyone else. And I think that is very cliche, but very true. Yeah. (laughs) I honestly think so. I don't think you can... Well, for me, the reason why I believe in, like, right person, wrong time is because I think you can meet the most amazing person, but if you're not ready yourself, Mm. you don't want to give them a version of you that's not you. But then I also do believe in growing together. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know what I believe in, actually. (laughs) I kind of contradicting myself. (laughs) Yeah, but how did you know you were in love? Mm, Good question. Honestly, I think where Marcus and I was like... I'm trying to think of the moment when we first, like, said it to each other now. I think... Well, like, when did you know for the first time? When I realized it? Yeah. I think... Was there, like, a moment where you were like, oh, fuck... There was, like, this one moment when we were... I, like, picked him up from the beach, and he was, like, crying, like, walking along the beach, like, alone, like, late at night. And it was, like... We had this whole fight, and I honestly don't remember fully what it was about, but it was, like, this moment when I realized, like, I cared about someone so much that, like, I was literally, like, sprinting. Like, I was hauling ass on that beach, like, trying to find him, because it was, like, late at night, and I was just, like... Like, I grabbed a jacket from my car, and I literally was, like, running down the beach trying to find him. And, like, I think just in that moment when I realized, like, also how much it hurt me to see him hurt. I think the other thing is also when I realized that I wanted to do things that would be good for him Mm -hmm. and not things that would necessarily make me happy or me feel good. Mm -hmm. So, like, like, for example... There would be times where, you know how you were saying, like, you don't want to be responsible for doing things that are harmless, but someone else might feel offended with? Like, I would actively make myself be like, no, you need to give Marcus space to, like, go Mm. spend time with his family, go spend time with his friends, like, go do the things he wants to do. (laughs) So that's the difference between why you love your boyfriend and why I do. (laughs) Why? Is that why I put myself first? nice <laughs> no uh, no uh, no 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 no, no. Nice. Girl, girl that's not what i mean girl that's not what i mean like like <laughs> that's not about right what i'm saying is like i, I think when you just like <laughs> i just a bad girl no that's not girl that's not what i meant like okay like you know how, like i feel like your boyfriend shouldn't have made you feel pressured to have to like do things along with his expectations mm. in the first place like The thing with Marcus and I is, like, I, like, actively very much tried not to set an expectation for him because I just wanted him to be happy. I just wanted to see him happy. I just wanted to see the things in his life come together. And, like, even if that meant that sometimes I wasn't the first priority, that was okay with me. Because, like, I knew that, (laughs) like, in the end... In the end, like, seeing him happy and seeing him, like, joyful and successful, like just made my heart like like it like warmed my heart literally (laughs) i'm gonna start crying yo like i think it's almost like i like wanted to be the opposite of like a possessive boyfriend because i just wanted nothing but like to see him happy and i would do anything for that so i think that's kind of the moment when i just realized because i don't think i've ever felt that type of like 
this person means so much to me Mm -hmm. that I would rather spend less time with them or do things that like wouldn't necessarily make me the happiest because I want them to be the happiest and most successful self that they can be you know that is beautiful and if a man doesn't talk about me like that I'm never marrying Mm -mm. no no I'm never marrying I'm never settling (laughs) that is beautiful thank you of course okay I have to throw this in this podcast episode so Jordan and I just went to dinner at this Turkish restaurant and I'm not gonna lie halfway throughout the dinner I blink and I look at him and I go why do I not feel sober right now (laughs) like I don't know how else to put it even right now like throughout that story I blinked and I opened my eyes and I feel like some sort of intoxicated but I'm sober but I'm sober me too I think it's just like the vibe (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I like don't feel sober recording this podcast episode you guys I feel like like we're just like we're 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 high off the vibes no for real i am like i don't feel like (laughs) normal right now but i do want to ask you about hookup culture yeah how do you oh oh. no i was gonna say i also want your perspective on it because i feel like there's the straight perspective and there's the gay perspective (laughs) am i allowed to title this podcast that (laughs) girl i'm not offended Okay, so you can go first. You can go first. Mm, gay hookup culture? Yeah. Oh, messy, messy, messy. Messy? Yeah, so messy. Why? It's just like, it's like a web of gays. Everyone knows each other. I was going to say, does everyone know each other? Yeah, everyone knows each other. Everyone knows who hooked up with who. Really? And it's so like, it's like high school? Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Yeah. But then it's also like, oh, it's so bad. And then like, there's also like all the like gay hookup apps specifically like grinder stay away from that anyone listening stay away from that <laughs> <laughs> so that's a nay grinder yeah. nay grinder nay tinder nah. Nah. hinge hmm. hmm i give it a hmm bumble i feel like hard to get things <laughs> to happen but okay meh. fair meh Got yeah but it. honestly i think with hookup culture it's so hard because that piece about validation, I think, is the thing that I struggled with for the longest time. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, hookups for the purpose of getting out of it what I wanted in terms of, like, feeling good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. feeling good about myself. Like, the things that I should have given myself mm. are the things that I tried to get out of the hookups. Yeah. And you realize at some point that, like, no matter how many or how attractive the other person is... Or, or anything like it just won't satisfy that need you know it'll always if it's a different mold it doesn't even or that mold fuck that mold fits a different hole is that what that just sounds weird square you know peg what? circle hole. you know what I, no you know what? <laughs> i'm trying to say like there's a hole in your heart oh and the mold like you're trying to fill uh, is a different thing it doesn't yeah. fit yeah that's what i was trying to get at but again i don't feel sober so (laughs) (laughs) that's fair no it doesn't fill up the heart and even like the physical presence okay i think the weirdest thing about hookup culture is you have this deep physical vulnerability and intimacy with no emotional intimacy zero yeah like i literally don't even know your favorite color like 
Wait, mm, the, 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 we didn't even do anything together. Like, yeah. we literally did not hang out at all. I know yeah. nothing about you. You could be lying to me for your name, about your name, for all I care. I would have no clue. Girl, sometimes gay men don't even give their names. They're just known as Dumb Top. What? <laughs> what? Dumb Top eyes emoji. What? That's what Grindr be like. Oh. So, overall, your thoughts? Overall, my thoughts are... Mm. Okay, other piece is that I did go through this phase where I feel like I went crazy with hookup culture, but it was honestly good for me, but only because I went on, like, nice dates, Mm -hmm. and I realized that when you add an emotional aspect to it, and you know exactly what you're trying to get out of it, and you know that it won't hurt you, then I think, I think it's okay, but I think the thing is that people go into it a lot of times, people being me, like... (laughs) wanting something more wanting something emotional mm-hmm. but going into a hookup which will just inevitably starting as a hookup exactly mm-hmm. which i just feel like will a lot of times lead to just hurt you know yeah or disappointment yeah. anyways i agree i okay so my experience with hookup culture has been either what am I? What's the word I'm trying to think of? Like a classic, like what's what's another? What, what am I trying to say? Cliche. Not cliche. Like mm. normal, average. Mm, like mm-hmm. an average experience. Mm-hmm. Or it's just been completely rent, like different, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I grew up never being in a hookup culture. Mm-hmm. Like in high school and middle school, never being in a hookup culture. Fuck, why can't I see <laughs> hookup culture? Like, I had a crush, and I would have died for him, you know? Like, I was a, I'm a, still to this day, huge romantic. Mm-hmm. Like, I want a guy to show up at my doorstep with flowers and mm-hmm. say, I love you, you're the yeah. one I love. I've always loved you, blah, blah, blah. It'd be pouring rain, and he has flowers, mm-hmm. and like... You know, I've always wanted a very Wattpad Nicholas Sparks love story. Oh, totally. I've always wanted a gentleman. I've always wanted mm-hmm. him to pick me up, open the door for me, yeah. give my dad a handshake. Always Pulls out the chairs for you. Right? Yeah. Pull, opens the doors. I remember, you know, the first time a man ever opened up, like, doors for me and stuff like that for me at a restaurant was, like, three months ago. And I am, I'm turning 20 in two days. Like <laughs> Three months ago? Yes. Young girl. That was the first time any man has ever done that for me. Wow. (laughs) It could be sad. It really could be sad. But I feel like I then in high school had my first kiss and I wanted a relationship. I was like, I'm not going to kiss you unless we're going to date after. Mm -hmm. And then I broke up with him. But besides (laughs) that, after that, my next kiss was my boyfriend. My next kiss after that was also my boyfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. I then, from the period of boyfriend number three to boyfriend number four, this is really embarrassing for me to admit on the interwebs, but I did go through a hookup phase. I really did, especially when I think I was at college. Because Mm -hmm. hookup culture in college is huge. Huge. And nobody wants to be in a relationship. Nobody wants to be tied down when there's so many other quote-unquote hotties yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. like you know like i hear guys talk and i hate the way so many of them talk you yeah. know they're like oh did you pipe her last night shut the fuck up are you kidding me they're gross they're literally scum of the earth like mm-hmm. i don't sorry if you're a great man watching or listening to this you are great i just 
kind of am scared of men. So I will bully them if I can and so have valid. the opportunity to. So valid, Bestie. Thanks. I'm like, I don't know if anything I'm saying might be a little bit um, offensive. As a man, I give permission. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I just think that I don't... And one thing I realized, too, is after every single hookup, in which when I say hookup, I just mean like making out with people, I have not had sex with as many people as most people think, I think. <laughs> Did you follow that? As most, as most people think you have. Yes. Like, yeah, as yeah, most yeah. people think I have. By a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I take sex very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, making out with people to me was like, oh, it's whatever. But always I'd feel very like, mm, mm, like, eh. but if I'm going like, I've never been able to really do a casual hookup. Mm-hmm. I think that it's really, really hard because I think it's to me and i think sex its definition and its value depends from person to person which i mm-hmm. think is completely like fine like i don't care if you want to go hook up do it because if it like makes you happy do it but it made me feel drained yeah anytime i would be asked to go home with somebody or i would like find myself going home with somebody I would never want to have sex because I think Mm -hmm. for me it is deeper than just sex and that is my definition because Mm -hmm. I think it's two humans who like are very raw to each other and it's very vulnerable and it's a very it can be a beautiful thing but I've also had shitty experiences where I think it was just something they wanted to take from me. Like, not my virginity, but, like, they wanted to feel that they could have sex with me and then that's it. Like, that's all Mm -hmm. they wanted from me. They didn't really care about how I felt. Right. Pre, during, and post. Yeah. I've... Honestly, it's the shittiest feeling ever. Like, if I could describe the top ten most heart-wrenching things in my life... I think one of it, somewhere on this top 10 list, would be, you know, sharing your body. I don't want to say sharing your body. That sounds weird. But, like... Sharing your vulnerability. Sharing your vulnerability. Yeah. And my body, like, your body is your temple, you know? <laughs> you know? No, I'm being it serious. Is. Like, right. your body is yours. And when someone kind of, like, intrudes on that almost, mm-hmm. it feels... I feel so shitty after when you know that's all they wanted from you and they don't care about you as a person they don't care about spending time with you they didn't respect the temple they didn't they fucking violated the temple exactly and after it's like they don't even look at you like you're a human being anymore Mm -hmm. they when they look at you different after that's yeah and it's like wow i guess (laughs) i guess that's all you wanted from me and i guess that's all i'm worth like that's what goes through my brain is Mm -hmm. like i'm only worth or i'm only useful for sex i'm not a brain that people want to talk to i'm not a person people want to talk to people don't want to spend time with me all they want to do is have sex and i think that's what i kind of like conditioned myself to believe almost like if a man talks Mm -hmm. to me now in a way that like he's trying to get to know me or something like that like flirting Mm -hmm. almost I shut down so quickly, and I think it's because I think that they all only want sex from me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you'll text me to come over at, like, 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Why? 
why like I'm going to evade that as much as possible because I don't want to be in that position because I do like cave yeah I cave pretty easily totally understand not with like sex though sex I'm pretty like stubborn on but like making out with people which in turn gives them the wrong impression right so i've never really been a fan of hookup culture but i think i did fall victim to it for a while Mm -hmm. and i'm so over it because recently it has just made me feel like ass (laughs) like i cannot explain it more than just it may it breaks my heart like Mm -hmm. my heart physically is broken right now (laughs) and hookups will only temporarily fill that spot my friend was even telling me something important called like post-sex like you hang like hang out almost i don't know mm. like how important that post-sex time is because when you're totally. i think i was telling you about this when you're mm-hmm. having sex like you're at such a high mm-hmm. like emotionally physically and then immediately when you're done you like drop down to zero and so it's important for you and your partner to spend time with each other and ac- do an activity together that makes you still feel like warm right because i think hmm <laughs> I've had some experiences where after sex they like dip. Like just that's dip. actually the worst. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What is wrong with you, Vanessa? Why did you let them do that? Oh, totally understand. <laughs> I've been there too. Why? Yeah. I want to punch myself in the face like a million times. Yeah. A million times. But the thing is, it's not your fault either. It's not my fault, but it's my fault if I let it happen again. It's my and then in, in my brain I think well it's my fault that I even trusted him to begin with, mm. and I would just think oh it's my fault it's my fault I blame myself for like everything that ever happens, but why do you think hookup culture is so dangerous to this world is because I think it takes away our emotions yeah it strips away because I think a basis of being a human is to care for other humans exactly it's like you can't not care. Mm. as much as you try you're a human with a heart that's beating (laughs) and that heart is gonna beat and so i think when someone decides to go like hook up with someone and the person they hook up with wants no emotions no strings attached the original person's gonna get very hurt and very vulnerable because they'll have feelings or something right then they're gonna be like well i told you like we're not gonna do that so then they're gonna break things off and now the original person is going to learn like human emotion is bad like hookup culture like maybe that i should just hook up with people instead Mm -hmm. and so then they hook up with someone and then eventually they meet a person who actually did like them and actually did want something more than a hookup but they're now so accustomed to just hookups that they break that person's heart exactly and then that person goes on to break more hearts and then that yep and it's a cycle and it just repeats but i don't i hate that yeah because it makes you feel wrong and stupid for having emotions. Yeah, exactly. It makes you feel like you have to, like, put this wall around your heart. Like, Girl, I like... got I got fucking, like, <laughs> I got towers around my heart right now. Seriously. No, I feel, I feel. It makes you feel like you have to have, like, you know those, like, medieval armor suits? <laughs> it's like, put one of those around your heart. So, I like, have, like, Halo no Reach, like, skins on. Like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm Darth Vader underneath. <laughs> I am Darth Vader. I've been watching too much Star Wars recently, yeah. but it's scary. It is scary. I I was telling Jordan about this recently. 
I just had this realization and I couldn't stop laughing about it because I thought it was so funny because I've never thought of myself as this person, but I realized I'm kind of... What? I'm kind of dating for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't... Like, I just think... it. Okay, I've been in four relationships. The maximum was four months long. And I think that if... I give myself to another one month and a half relationship and get emotionally invested and, you know, it's a part of your life and then I end up breaking this person's heart, I don't want to do it. I don't want to hurt somebody that I care about. And so I am not going to get into a relationship. I honestly am scared that I'm never going to get into another (laughs) relationship because also all men scare me now. Valid. Emotionally. Mm -hmm. I am so scared of being hurt again or even opening up, period, again. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. <laughs> Vulnerability is hard. Especially after you get hurt, it becomes even harder. I actually have a really great journal entry for this that's Ooh. perfect because my journal is sitting on my bedside right now. This is actually one of my favorite journal entries I've ever written. And I think that... <laughs> I'm so excited. My journal is like... If anyone ever reads this, I'm scared. <laughs> no, like this is all my thoughts. All of my thoughts. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm almost at the end. Wow. Okay, so I wrote this April 21st, 2021. Mm -hmm. Vulnerability is one of the hardest yet most beautiful things ever. It means tearing down all your walls. It requires your presence and dressing your layers, being defenseless. You are you in your rawest, purest form, and you're open to destruction. There's an art to vulnerability, Mm -hmm. and it paints connection. Allowing someone to see all parts of you, your devil inside, your demons at night, the reason your favorite color is what it is, the memories you tried to bury, they're all on the surface of your skin, so readily available to read. There's no place to hide. But this breeds the best connection. Someone will see you, but not in the way you see yourself. Someone will read the stories on your skin, and someone will still choose to hold your hand and admire every piece of you. Every story, every dream, every nightmare. Everything you, everything you try to bury under a smile will be welcomed by the right hands. That connection is between two humans who know humanity is not perfect. They know that humanity is imperfect, and it's imperfections that make us all so worth admiring. Wow. I'm better on paper, I swear. I was giving poetry. <laughs> wow. When I talk, when I talk... <laughs> She's a writer, though. Thanks. Vulnerability is scary. It, and it's beautiful. It, like, terrifying. I know. I know. I need to take my own advice because yeah. it does paint the best connections. Like opening up your heart. And I still think that I'm incapable of shutting off my emotions. Mm-hmm. There was a period of time though when I I didn't want to have a crush because I was scared of having a crush. I could shut off my emotions like I Stefan totally from the Vampire that. Diaries. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would always relate it to <laughs> Stefan from the Vampire Diaries. Because I should shut it off. I didn't want to feel it. Fine. Don't feel it. And I'd be good. But I mm-hmm. think I can't do that anymore because I'm I feel everything so much. Mm-hmm. Like, genu- am I not one of the most emotional people? You are. Yeah. You are, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, one to ten, it's like, Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just can't do it. I think, so I just try to avoid it. Yeah. I don't want to put myself in a position right now mm-hmm. where that's an option. Mm-hmm. Wow, I just sound like a broken girl who's sad. And I am. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, healing takes time i think everything will get better i think well like like every up there's a down exactly every down there's an up yeah and also like i feel like we've known each other for long enough to see each other through all the ups and the downs and like i've seen you when you were turning off your emotions (laughs) i've seen you like when you've been ready 
for like the next big thing in your life yeah. and when you need some time after something has happened you know and I'm definitely you, in a healing stage right I've seen you during healing post healing pre healing <laughs> like I've seen you in the healing cycle and I know that that like grief into healing moment I feel like am I close I, I oh, so. I mean, I meant into the healing, into the post-healing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, healing into post-healing. Yeah. Like, I know that in the moment, sometimes it can feel like it'll take forever. Yeah. But I think that, honestly, someday you just, like, wake up and realize everything's fine okay. again. Honestly, I was there, actually. In October, I had this guy who, like, probably broke me the worst I've ever been broken. And, like, everything you were saying about, like, feeling like being used for something Mm -hmm. like um just like it gave me like the worst trust issues of like I don't think I can ever open up to someone Mm -hmm. and like be this vulnerable Mm -hmm. after like being used like that and that was like last October and honestly it took me so long to get over it until I think pretty much up until I met Marcus but eventually there's just one day where you realize it hurts less than it did before i just hope i can get there soon i don't even know what i'm healing from though to be honest i feel like there could be a lot of things i'm healing from yeah i think it's also just like a lot of things where it's like it shouldn't hurt my feelings but it does hurt my feelings Mm -hmm. and i think if i vocalize that it hurts my feelings i'll be feeling like it won't do anything really Mm. it'll just be like well justified almost right so do you think that's why you don't vocalize it yeah Mm. yeah you write it down though right yeah trust me my last three to four to seven journal entries have literally just been a roller coaster of fuck this and then so don't hate me and then (laughs) fuck this again and then i know what i said in the last entry but (laughs) like i you know totally it's always the going back and forth between the like i'm never gonna be like that again and then like oh but what about this oh the cashews the cashews the motherfucking cashews we need to talk about the fucking cashews yeah we we gotta talk about the cashews should we should we read it or should we let's summarize it's it's like a two-page story but like i feel like we should summarize it up yeah so what what, you summarize it (laughs) you recently read it yeah basically it's like this piece in i think bell hooks nope (laughs) oh gosh it's um i don't know the author actually oh okay it's this piece in this book vanessa it's called someone who will love you in all your damaged glory and i think everyone should go read it but continue basically the part with the cashews is it's talking about those jars um (laughs) where basically it's like these are salted circus cashews and it has like lions and circus like trainers all over the the jar and like it says like no snakes definitely not like this curly snake that's gonna pop out of here um and it's talking about how no matter how many times we open that jar thinking that we're gonna find cashews and then a plastic snake pops out in our face and then we tell ourselves the next time that we won't trust that jar that we won't open it because there definitely aren't going to be nice salted cashews in there we keep opening it because we keep hoping what if what if what if 
What if this jar is different? What if, yeah, what if this jar is different? What if this jar... Is special. Is special. What if I can change him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, those are my thoughts. <laughs> and it's like that, just like, that optimism and that hope holding out that makes us hurt over and over again, but it's also what keeps us going. Because will there be cashews? Yeah, and if we keep hoping that there will be cashews... We can manifest some fucking cashews. Someday there will be cashews. You know, I read that entry to um, this one guy I know, and I want to say his name. You know who it is, but, like, no, you think... No, it's someone different. (laughs) But, like, I don't want the internet to hear his name. Um... Yeah, so I read that to him, and he goes, well, what was at the end? Like, was it a snake? Was it a cashew? And I go, well, you just got to find out. Yeah. Um, That's what life is like. I don't know if I put that into perspective for him, but, like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, our story? I don't know. I actually don't know right now if it's going to be snakes or cashews. I think it's still... The jar is still in the factory. (laughs) Like, the jar is still being made. I don't know. I can't figure it out. It's still, like, TBD. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I've opened the jar, and every single time, it's been a snake. (laughs) Girl, you've opened a lot of jars. I've opened many jars, and they've all been snakes. So, I don't... I don't know. I don't think now is the time for my cashew. But also sometimes you got to open 10 snakes in order to get those cashews. Or maybe I should start trying different jars. That's also... Maybe I'll become an almond girly. (laughs) Maybe I'll start liking almonds because there's a higher success rate of there being almonds and snakes. (laughs) Like, uh, no, seriously, it's a great, great story, though. Yeah, I agree. I think it, it honestly represents well, I think, this feeling of, like naivety but also just like optimism and hope that we all hold out yeah and it's something that keeps us going but at the same time it can bring us into hurt and it can make us put our walls up and stop opening up those jars but i think that's what happens to a lot of people too and honestly i get it because i think i'm one of those people who probably opened like God knows how many. Fu- <laughs> God knows how many fucking jars. Like, Costco. Yeah, I went, I, went, <laughs> I went crazy. I went running around the. I went running around the store, opening every single jar I could find. <laughs> like I, I, I feel like I was like, I was like Willy Wonka when like they're like opening up those chocolate bars, trying to find like oh the, the golden God, ticket. Yeah. Like I opened all the chocolate bars. Man. But gotta I hit at the Costco down the road instead. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like when you do find the golden ticket. Mm. Or you do find the cashews. All of the other jars that you opened kind of fade into the distance. It's kind of like that one episode of Victorious where they're looking for the S for Kesha. <gasps> Kesha yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the Kesha oh my gosh! Oh, since we're on the topic, so Jordan and I actually watched Hannah Montana last night, and it brought us really back to our childhood. Oh, it was weird. It was like a really like we flash back to when we were like five years old. Because mm-hmm. watching, like, Miley grow up... We grew up with her. We gr- Yes. Yeah. Team Jesse, Team Jake. Oh I was always gosh. a Team Jesse. I'm proud to say I was always a Team Jesse. We stand Jesse. We love Jesse. We love his 2000s outfits. And then you just find me fucking sobbing my eyeballs out <laughs> to her singing Wherever I Go. 
was honestly really good. It was so sad because yeah. I feel like I relate to that song so much in my life. Yeah. And I'm, I feel like it's a lot about growing up, things changing. And so what advice do you have to anybody dealing with a fear of change and a fear of life moving fast? I would say look back on your life. <laughs> Live in the past. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm look, kidding. I'm look kidding. back on your life and think about if if old you could see the present you. Mm. Because whenever I think about that... Oh, sorry for the background noise. That's my ice maker. Keep going, keep going. Oh, she's going crazy right now. I said the ice is full. Why is she making more? It melted. Ah, tragic. <laughs> um... Because I think whenever I look back on past me, I know that past me would be happy with future me or with current me, you know? Like, I think that, like, whenever I look back, I'm I'm just grateful that I am where I am now. Yeah. And I think remembering that and remembering that, like, things can only go up, I feel like. Um, 2022 for me has been a straight decline (laughs) exponentially actually (laughs) okay but also think about the pieces that you're probably proud of yourself for like a year ago Uh, you probably wouldn't have even expected that you'd be able to take this giant leap of faith move all the way across the country it's true do do all of this crazy stuff that you thought was just like your dream Your pipe dream became your reality and you made it your reality. But I also do think about if this is the dream I want. I don't know if this is my dream. Hmm. Well, right now you're in this decision phase of whether or not this is your dream, right? Yeah. A year ago, you were trying to figure out whether your dream was achievable at all. Mm. Probably a year ago, you would have been like, snap out of it. 2022, Vanessa, you're living the dream. 2020 me, I think, was the happiest me I've had Mm. which is hard because it's so far in the past so I do think about the past a lot I think I dwell on the past a lot not dwell I think I reminisce too much on the past (laughs) I fucking love 2020 minus the fact that COVID happened and everything (laughs) no trust me girl that was a big piece no trust me but senior year of high school was Mm. my best year of high school I had the best Mm. friends I got to go to playlist live Mm -hmm. I had a boyfriend who ended up being really toxic and bad for me Mm. I got to break up with him. Yeah. I got to turn 18. I got to move into my first ever apartment with my like best YouTube friends. I got to live on my own. I got to just like do my own thing, really. Mm-hmm. I was so happy about it. Mm-hmm. I was just very happy. I think the way I viewed the world, viewed life, viewed everything, I was my own person and nobody could take that away from me. I was very certain in who I was, very certain in what I wanted. And I would not blink twice if someone, like, tried to intercept that. I just wouldn't care because they're not even in my Mm. line of sight. Do you remember your journal entries then and the things that you struggled with then? Yes. And (laughs) do you still think that you were happier then than you are now? Yes. Mm. I do think so. I did, I did struggle a lot back in 2020. I was going to say, I girl, we, we cried a lot a couple times I, together. I did. I think 2020 up until November or October was great. Mm-hmm. And then it all went downhill. Mm-hmm. And it went downhill into 2021. And then further downhill in 2022. Uh. <laughs> like, the way I view it, I was up here 2020, happiness-wise. And then it kind of, like, you know, took a little bit of a plateau. Mm-hmm. Or sink and then plateau and i think yeah. i plateaued then i sunk and then i plateaued and now i'm sinking sinking oh oh, oh. <laughs> yeah 
Oh, for those of you who can't see, when Vanessa said sinking, sinking, her arm went way down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I think I'm just still adjusting. Yeah. It's a hard adjustment. Mm. And I also think that, I mean, you're always going to think that whatever you're going through right now, it feels like it's consuming everything in your life. Like, it feels like it's the center of your life. Yeah. Like, the things that you were going through and struggling with back then were, like, at the center. True. I think I just need some new hobbies. (laughs) I think I need some things to get my mind off of everything. Yeah. Knitting or something. Knitting gives you a lot of time to think. Maybe, like, extreme... Crosswords. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You need to get back into puzzling. Sudoku. That gave me a lot of time to think. I used uh, to cry over my puzzles. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Never mind then. Yeah. Maybe you should write Wattpad fiction. I used to. Really? I'm not going to lie. Hey, if anyone out there can find my old Wattpad novels, I wrote some about Matt Espinosa. If y'all remember him from Mad Convoys. <laughs> he was like, him and Sean Mendes were like my like crushes. Oh, you knew. You knew. You oh. knew that Shawn Mendes was going to glow up. I was a big fan of him from sixth grade. Mm, wow. An OG. I was an OG OG. Wow. I had his face masks. I had all his like <sighs> CDs. I would listen to him on my CD like player. Wow. My Marido player. I would literally tweet. I had fan accounts. Wow. I would tweet him every second of every day. I'd do the things like one, like tweet 20. I literally <laughs> put like in parentheses 20. Parentheses 21. Parentheses 70 like i would tweet him the exact same tweet with different emojis because my original tweet would get blocked for copying <laughs> and then i had to just change the emojis every single time wow i was a real like real you were you were a real one i'm pretty sure i still remember his full name sean yeah. peter all mendes like <laughs> i'm pretty sure i still remember and his sister's Aaliyah. like <laughs> we're just talking about it's advice always, for change i i was always ingrained in my brain i don't know but i also think maybe i need yeah. to like Maybe I need to go back. Sometimes I do think about this. I was like, maybe I need to stop go. growing up. Mm, oh, I thought not I th- physically, mentally. Mm-hmm. You said stop growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just grow up in different aspects of my life. Yeah, I think you also like. Don't put so much expectation on yourself to be a big girl just because you're getting older. You know, like I feel like. The older you get, the more of an expectation you put on yourself to have things figured out, even when no one has it figured out. Right. That's true. I think I literally talked to, like, my manager's manager recently, and he's literally, like, 40-something, and I was like, so, how did you figure out what you wanted to do, like, in life, in your career? And he's like, you think I have it figured out? (laughs) He's like, bitch, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, you're my manager's manager, like, (laughs) like, I I thought you would have, but, like, I think, honestly, it seems like everyone has it figured out, and it seems like we're the only ones that are, like, lost, drifting in this like open sea of a world mm-hmm. but i think at the end of the day no one really has their shit figured <laughs> out and That's true. change is scary change is very scary i will give it that but at the same time i think that i think that the best things that have happened to me have happened when i've embraced change mm. when i've like jumped head first Opened into it the door for it rather than like tried to shut it out yeah interesting like i feel like when i started freshman year of college there was so much change moving across the country 
yeah, literally, like, a girl, I didn't know how to, like, <laughs> like, I didn't know what snow was. Like, I, right? I, I was wearing my, like, like, Air Forces. I slept on black ice. Right? Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you mean I need a puffer? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like okay. Long underwear, say? long underwear, heated blankets, gloves. Who wears gloves? Right? Mm-mm. Scarves? Scarves? Oh. Beanies? You know my hatred for beanies, but the way I have to become a beanie girl. I'm becoming a, a beanie girl. A, I'm, I'm becoming a beanie boy. <laughs> BB. Honestly, I kind of fuck with beanies now. Beanies have a place in my heart. Beanie boy. It's called growth. Yeah, it is. Beanie growth. boy, beanie boy, beanie, be, beanie boy and beanie girl. Beanie boy and beanie, beanie boy and beanie girl. Unite. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've talked for almost an hour now. Oh damn. Yeah. That went by quick. Yeah, that's yeah. why I love recording podcasts because yeah. I get to. I think by living alone, I also do end up keeping a lot of things in my brain. So I was telling Jordan, too, is this is, like, he when he came to visit me, it was one of the first most, like, real conversations I've had with someone in so long where it's, like, about things that actually matter, but it's, like, not like we're sitting down on the lake and it's a perfect time to have a conversation about life and our fear of whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Our, I feel like our relationship in general is just very you know remember when we used to go on our hikes yeah we used to just like have our deep talks then yeah yeah like it just it feels natural yeah and so i think that it was i i really wanted to bring jordan on this podcast because i can listen to it when he's not in my proximity anymore and i can still feel like he's here but i hope you guys enjoyed the advice he gave any last things you want to say oh oh uh, honestly Give some love to yourself. Mm. I think everyone could afford to give some love to themselves. Mm-hmm. Forgive yourself for whatever you're being hard on yourself or whatever you're putting pressure on yourself to do mm-hmm. right now. Like, don't put pressure on yourself to do it and think about and celebrate the things that you have been doing. You know, the little progress, the little things in life. <laughs> And tomorrow's a new day. I feel like you're making this specifically for me because when I made Jordan listen to my podcast as like a pre, like a proof listen, he goes, girl, I'm sorry, you gotta listen to your own podcast. Like, you need to take your own advice. Yeah, girl, you do. You do. <laughs> <laughs> like, you talk about self-love, love yourself then. I'm sorry. It's just hard sometimes. I'm trying. You are trying. I really am trying. And let's celebrate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> oh, anyways. Well, love you all. Um, hope you all have a good day or... A better day. A better day. Yeah. And always know that there's someone out there who loves you. Mm-hmm. I love you guys. We love you guys. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. And I will see you. I think I'm going to decide to upload every Sunday at least. So I'll see you on Sunday. Bye, guys. Love you. Oh, wait. Don't forget to trust the process. Go with your gut and hear your heart. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.